0: Hello, humans, and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, episode 99. We are recording on Wednesday, May 13th. What is today? Yep. 13th, it's 12th. 2021. 12th, May 12th. We are recording oh. on a Wednesday in May, 2021. I am one of your hosts, AJ. Today, we're going to talk about PlayStation working on some new games for PS5. Uh, Ubisoft is not giving up on AAA, and... The wait is over for the most exciting Nintendo Switch app to date. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Today I am joined by Johnny Sampsonite. John, how's it going?
1: What's up, dude? I actually go by John Platinum Shark Swanson now.
0: All right, Mister Platinum. <laughs> we are also joined by Angie Stellar Smalls. Angie, how are you doing today?
2: I am better now that I'm home.
0: There's a song. Better now better uh post malone we should sing some post malone so that you actually truly are better
2: <laughs> only if you sing it aj it's all i nice just did <laughs> keep going
0: all right well if you want to be part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on you can reach us on twitter at Gamers podcast if you don't use twitter you can send email the old-fashioned way to podcast at mostly That's our website. You can also find a way to sign up for our monthly newsletter. We just came out with our new edition on Monday. Chris and I each have an article in there. Um, I know Angie and John were slacking on Pokemon, so I threw a little Pokemon article together.
1: (laughs) Did you? Oh, nice. I assumed that was Chris. (laughs) No, I wrote the Pokemon
0: uh, Snap. but um...
1: Screenshot of that Pokemon hump in the fruit.
0: Okay, what? He he really likes that fruit, that's for I, sure. Yeah, for sure he does. Oh my god. You can sign up for our newsletter there. Um, you'll find the rest of them at mngamers.substack.com. So yeah, that brings us out of the lowdown and into what we've been playing. I figure, Angie, why don't you go first? I know you were just playing uh, Driving Through Traffic in real life.
2: That was dumb. Nobody, Yeah, nobody knows how to use a blinker. Um I finally, after, so when somebody told me about Lord of the Mountain, I was like, "What's this? Is crazy? I gotta find this." In
0: thing. Breath of the Wild, right?
2: Yes, in Breath of the Wild. My apologies, I didn't say that. Anyway, so I decided to forget, just stop looking for it because it just was never ever showing up in on that. I think it's like the Satori Mountain or some something like that. Mm-hmm. I have to double check.
0: I or don't no. know the name, but. <laughs>
2: Well, it's one of those, one of those. I'll
0: take your word for it.
2: Yeah. But anyway, so I set it up to where if it did happen, I can just transport there because there's a shrine up on the mountain and I can go. Well, I was just, I went, I was going through the DLC. I just got the DLC. I don't know how I missed it, but I got the DLC and I'm going through that and I just see a, just a shining light on top of the mountain and I was like, oh my God, I got so excited. I ran up there, and I got the Lord of the Mountain. Is it? It was intense, but it was awesome.
0: Is the Lord of the Mountain a DLC thing? Is it in the regular game? Yes.
2: Yeah. I mean, I assume so. I didn't find it beforehand. Maybe it's a coincidence, or maybe it is included. But I didn't see anything mentioning it in the DLC, so I assumed not. I could be incorrect, though.
0: (laughs) The first thing... I, it comes up when Google, is is Lord of the Mountain worth it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> By how awesome he looks, yes.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I saw your screenshot. It looked pretty sweet.
2: Right? Yeah. I just, I couldn't help myself. I thought it was really, I thought he was really, really cool. But I was like feeding him apples because I was so excited. I'm like, here, you just, you know, you enjoy yourself. And then he <laughs> ate my apples and he was just sitting there and then he just darted away and then he was gone forever and it made me really sad.
0: Oh, that Aww. is sad. Can you ride them
2: Yes, I, I rode him for a little bit. I didn't ever, I should have ran, but I was like, you're dainty and you're like a godlike thing and I don't want to just run with you. We're going to walk and we're going to enjoy the scenery. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude,
1: I love how much you are into this game. Like you live <laughs> this game, Angie. Uh,
2: as it of, is as intense. As of late, yeah. No, it's so fun though. I like it. And well, and the DLC, when I started it, I started the trial of swords and I was like, Oh, this is going to be easy. peasy."
1: Nope.
2: No, no, I finished the first set and I was finally able to get out of there and save it. And I haven't gotten back yet because I just didn't want to deal with it anymore.
1: It's stress inducing, isn't it?
2: A little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I but think, I did yeah, find the clothing.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. No, I, I'm on the middle part and I haven't tried it yet, but I will eventually just cause I can't not finish it. But um I found all the outfits that came with the DLC and they look really cool.
0: Did you get the but, bike yet?
2: No that's no I didn't do that part yet oh no not yet that is on my to-do list but no yeah I you got to get that motorbike yet. when I do there will be pictures I promise. For sure. I promise.
0: that's cool
2: yeah but yeah that's basically what I've been doing is the DLC stuff collecting things and Getting, awesome sauce. Yeah, getting destroyed by the Trial of Swords. Stupid.
0: <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. John. What? What have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I have been playing a couple things. Well, the same as like last time. I feel like I haven't... You know, I was talking about how nobody's stoked for Eternal except for me, and I still haven't played it yet. But I've had some other... Issues going on in my life. I won't talk about now. But I did finish uh, the Maneater game that was free oh, with PS Plus. The
0: shark game?
2: Is that yeah, why you man. are Sir Platinum Shark?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. I should be knighted as such. hmm <laughs> Yeah. It's fun. It's just stupid fun. It's... I mean, there's no better way to explain it. It's kind of like... Uh, it's a perfect example of a checkbox game. Like there's all these like collectibles and things that you do. And it's basically, you just swim around as a shark eating shit and finishing random objectives and checking stuff off a list. Like it's a mixture of Tony Hawk. If it was a shark instead of a skating game. And uh, what's the game that's kind of like far cry, but even more bombastic and out of the, like just, out of this world kind of craziness Um, where you're a dude. uh, What's his name? Like Ricardo or something. Just, uh, it's right there. Just cause. Uh, Yes. Just cause. (laughs) Thank you so much. But it's like just over the top ridiculousness, like what you can do as a shark. And basically what you do is, like I said, just swim around and complete objectives. And you're basically hunting down the guy who killed your mom more or less. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're also mutating as you like pick up mutagens because you're in this horrible depiction of Florida, like coastal Florida area.
0: I was listening to Uh. you talk about this game a couple weeks ago and you were talking about the fish that you could eat and you were calling them groupies Groupies.
1: instead of grouper. (laughs) It's a grouper.
0: And I was like, oh, my God. I was like yelling at the computer during the edit. It's a grouper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you're not alone, man. I. Like, it's one of those... Have you ever had a time when you're, like, recording this podcast and you just brain fart? Kind of like I just did with that Just Cause thing. Like, you know it, but it's like you're under pressure to think of it and you just sure. can't think of it. But anyway, the game's free if you have PS Plus. So if you have a PS5, like, I would recommend at least giving it a shot because it took me, like, less than 17 hours to platinum. And it's a lot of fun. Um, and then... I've also been still playing Ratchet and Clank on my PS Vita. Hmm. And I think it's making me remember why I became a gamer, like more hardcore gamer, like later on in life with like PS three and PS four and stuff. And that's because games on PS two are fucking hard, man. Like it reminds me a lot of a souls game where the checkpointing, like I've been on this boss battle for like, two or three hours. Like, because every time you die, you go back to the beginning of the boss battle. And if you fuck up at any point and you have to, any ammo that you use is gone. Any bolts that you use to buy ammo is gone. You don't get any of that shit back at the checkpoint. So it's just like, if you run out of bolts to buy ammo and you run out of ammo, you have to go to a different planet to like collect bolts to buy more ammo and shit. So it's it's really fun, but it's challenging as hell. And uh, yeah, it's been a good kind of nostalgic uh, hearkening back to the early 2000s for me as far as that goes, but that's about it.
2: Do you think it's a challenge because they make it a challenge or it's a challenge because they put nostalgia in it because games back in the day, that they, that's just how they were?
1: No, this is like the port of the original. Ah. uh, So it's the original game. It's not like the 2016 PS4 version. It's like the original Glang. Yeah. So it's like the original one. So it's and it's definitely designed to be challenging. It's I mean, they fully know what they're doing. I think in some aspects, there are some things that are slightly frustrating, but that's more due to the fact that it's on a Vita than. Uh, like something like the switch even so uh, and there I mean there are some like anachronistic controls and stuff that you know th- we did on the ps2 that don't exist anymore because we figured out or not we developers figured out uh, ways to do it better over the course of the generations and whatnot but uh, it's it's still really fun to play and really challenging I'm I, I'm still playing it. This far in, you know, I'm not, like, giving up on the boss and saying, like, fuck this. I'm not playing this anymore because it's janky.
0: Heck, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to fuck that boss up. I only played the PS4 version, and it was really awesome.
1: Dude, and this is kind of, like, making me recall, like, I don't even know if I ever played the original. Like, I don't know how many of these games... I know I played, like, Quest for Booty and stuff like that, but I don't even know how... Uh one of my good friends played them and so therefore I think in the back of my head I thought I always played a lot of them and I don't think I have. So it's kind of fun to go back and play it. I don't know. If you have a Vita I would highly recommend the collection. You get like three games for like 20 bucks.
0: Nice. Yeah. And the store's still open. Yeah,
1: exactly. For the and they're
0: not closing that shit. Well, so that's good.
1: What you been playing, bro?
0: It's funny that you talk about um, like playing older games and like having nostalgia for you know the old school because this game that I've been playing just came out. Uh, well, no, it didn't come out. It just came for free or whatever, included in your PS Plus subscription for the PS Five free game this month called Wreckfest. Have you yes. played this yet?
1: No, but I'm excited to hear you talk oh about it. Oh my god,
0: it is like. It's like the new version of Burnout Paradise, but it also has like different modes in it. Like there's a last man standing mode and there's an actual demolition mode and there's a racing mode. And this game, I have been just having a blast with. I think I might even go back and try to platinum it, but it is exactly what like makes games fun for like the kid in me. Yeah. It's like That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it is complete chaos they have these figure eight races and as soon as like the the racing field gets a little bit spread out like every time you go through the middle there's like a potential of like crashing into the cars that are behind you so like it gets really intense where i don't know there'll be like two cars flying through the air another two hitting each other like underneath them and you have to try to like navigate your way through this you know, obstacle course of just yeah. exploding, burning vehicles to try to win. And it's so much fun.
1: So you're either going to get through the figure eight or you're going to T-bone another car and completely screw yourself over. Basically. Yeah,
0: exactly. And there's yeah. a mini map so you can kind of like time it, but it's a race yeah. too. So if you yeah, slow so down, you're trying to keep... yeah, yeah. the people behind you are going to catch up. And I played some multiplayer the other day and it was, oh man, it was so much fun. Like it gets so intense for me that my hands are like shaking because like, <laughs> cause awesome. I'm trying to win these things and Goodness. yeah. And I'm like, I just, the race I was in a couple days ago, I was in second place for, it was a six lap race. And I was in second place for like four laps right behind this guy. Like it didn't even change. Like we were both knew the track well enough. So it was like one car link behind this guy for the entire four laps. And then we go through one of the parts of the track that has like that intersection And the guy in first place hits the car, and I make it through by, like, a quarter of an inch. And I ended up winning the race by, like, 30 seconds because, (laughs) like, everyone else got stopped behind me, and I just made it through. And it was just, yeah, one of the most enjoyable experiences of my life. Also, That sounds fun, man. Dude, it's so fun. And I played some with Gucci, so we're, like, racing against your friends and stuff. Um, It has all these crazy modes. Like I said, there's, like, an actual... Funny, we were just talking about this, Angie. Uh, It has like a demolition derby mode.
2: Demolition derby. Oh, yeah, that would be fun.
1: That's what I assumed it was when I saw Wreckfest. I was like, oh, it looks like a
0: demolition derby. Yeah, because, Angie, we were both talking about how we had gone to those when we were younger. Yeah, it'd be
2: fun to be a part of it and know that you're not going to hurt yourself.
0: Dude, it's legit. Like, um, so like, you're, do you like... guys chew tobacco too? <laughs> no, I don't. But um, I wouldn't put it past me. Uh, so it's fun because like you're running in reverse the whole time because you don't want to like smash up your engine. So you're like driving backwards and crashing into people, and they have all these different modes. Like one of them was all combines, like harvesters from a farm. So it was like twenty four harvesters, like in a demolition derby. <laughs> um, they have couch cars so there's a race where oh, you're like literally racing couches
2: that's kind of awesome
0: <laughs> yeah it was ridiculous and they have lawn boy races it's so fun i love this game
1: dude that's awesome that's kind of how i felt about the uh man eater game yeah. too. it was just like i couldn't wait to play it again because it was just stupid fun <laughs> and like it, it's like the epitome of like a fast food type game where you just are it's setting a goal at the next point to where like you're like oh I can just do this one more thing oh I can just do this one more thing and like next thing you know you're just having a fantastic time and like four hours have passed like
0: for sure it's
1: so fun to harken back to those days where you were actually like playing games to just have a good time
0: I can't remember a time in the last few years where I because I was playing by myself like not even in chat and I was sitting here laughing out loud and like screaming and being like, no, oh yeah. Like yeah, verbally. Exactly. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is so much fun. It's probably gonna get boring, but I'm gonna enjoy this while it lasts <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh um, it was a lot of fun. have you guys ever played any of the odd world games?
0: I no. touched on that one that came out free last month. I played just oh, gotcha. a little bit of
1: it. What was your is it a side scroller like yeah. puzzle game or what is it's it? It's a exactly? side
0: scrolling. Like two D platformer slash puzzle game because it has like all these. He's got these like powers that can, I don't know, like unlock things and move things and freeze things. A two D platformer, you say? Yeah, you'll probably like it.
1: I might, yeah, because I can't decide if I'm gonna buy Returnal or get that, and I'm literally kind of stuck because I don't really don't want to spend seventy bucks on.
2: I heard Returnal was a good idea or a good game.
1: Though. Yeah. It looks sick, too. When I got that, I got a 65-inch LG OLED like TV. Oh, yeah. You know? So I kind of want to, like, ball out those PS5 graphics. That was the one thing I'll say about, like, Maneater, and then we can move on to the news if you want. Like, the it was a PS5 game, and the load times were great, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, that game, it's a PS4 game, too. But uh, I didn't notice anything about it that looked like stand out next gen to me you know as far as visuals and stuff go yeah i agree so um yeah anyway
0: cool well i am playing also immortals phoenix rising and there's some things in this game that yeah no that do show that next gen stuff um cool
1: Cause I bought that game, and I—that's uh, probably what I should play. But I just—I didn't want to fuck up my uh, Demon Souls mind. I know, so what that's why I went on to that game. Because so Dodge is square. In yeah. The square. See, I can't do that, dude. <laughs> that's gonna fuck me up.
0: But it's so amazingly beautiful and fun, and it has like the haptic feedback and the triggers when you're fighting. But it, what I wanted to talk about is like there's just some little things that it does. That show this next gen stuff that are freaking sweet. Like when you mix the ambrosia up to like increase your health, because you can like mm-hmm. collect, you know, ambrosia of the gods and that's how you like get more health chunks. It like does this like almost iridescent, like it's so bright, it's almost like a negative light, like rainbowy thing. It just looks it looks glorious. Like I've never seen something like that on my TV almost, is what it's like looks like. And then there's like some boss fights, like there's this um, like bird like boss where the wings are like sparkly and shiny and ray tracy and it just looks amazing. Like it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. So I highly recommend going to play this game because it's yeah, super. super I played cool. it
1: for like an hour or two and I just didn't find it that appealing. I had the so same thing, kind of but
0: I think different. my problem was is that I started it like right after playing assassin's creed and it's kind of the same game, but it has a stamina bar like breath of the wild when you climb. Oh yeah. So like it ruined, like I hated that part when I first started playing it because it, I was used to climbing wherever I wanted for as long as I wanted. But now coming back to this way later and getting into it, like I kind of can't stop playing it. I've already unlocked like three of the gods essences. I think there's four. Um uh, I'm definitely not gonna platinum. But there's just way too much stuff, like way too many collectibles and whatnot. But um Angie, if you can get your hands on this game, I think you will really, really like it because it's like I don't know, neck like higher console fidelity version of Breath of the Wild. Um it also has like a l it has vaults. It has puzzles where you're like lifting the things around.
2: <laughs> I like so, it. I like it.
0: Yeah. So I think you should definitely check this out. I don't know if it's on Game Pass or anything, but um, this game is up your alley 100%. I think you would maybe even become more obsessed with it than Breath of the Wild because it has, like, I don't know, like this amazing sense of humor and, like, really, really witty writing. Um, I know Paul Charchian was talking about it when he was on. uh, Prometheus is, like, telling the story to Zeus, and the whole time Zeus is, like, that's not what happened, or like Prometheus will have a twist in the story, and Zeus will be like, "I saw that coming all along, and like just shit like that. It's great,
2: yeah, I'm definitely have to see where I can get my hands on that game then.
0: All right, well, should we talk about some news, everybody? Yeet. All right, first up, PlayStation. Working on 25 PlayStation 5 games, half our new franchises. Uh, we're taking this information from Wesley LeBlanc over at IGN. Uh, the title is or the headline's kind of self-explanatory. Um, it does mention some of the big ones coming out. As of now, God of War is still set for this year. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I know people are already hands-on with that. I saw Andrew Reiner tweeting about it um and then of course gran turismo 7 is still on the dock but other than that there's not really a lot of information on like what these other franchises are i guess what are your thoughts
1: i don't know man like do we know a lot of them i guess or not a lot but some and I, i guess it threw me off that it was like their first party studios so um yeah so they, you couldn't even count that game that the haven studio the one jade raymond started is making for playstation because that's not that's technically like a second party game
0: okay 25
1: is a lot yeah and half of them being new ip or new franchises like that's that's a lot man i think so i don't know i'm stoked the new Spider-Man, next Spider-Man game, obviously somebody like Insomniacs one of the Insomniac teams that are working on that, they're probably referring to God of the War, Ragnarok, at least a little bit, and uh, some things we're already aware of, you know, but I don't know, that's a ton of games, so it makes me kind of stoked.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what, like, I don't even have an idea of what I'd want to see out of this other half. Like, I would only really want maybe like one or two new franchises, you're going to throw what, 12 and a half of them at me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I,
1: I don't know. It's so hard to sit here as like a not terribly creative person and even fathom coming up with 12 good ideas for a new video game. But yet here we are like year after year getting like kind of surprised by what comes out and what we're able to like play on our gaming systems on a daily basis you know what i mean yeah that's so i'm sure it'll be cool shit
0: that's too many <laughs> how am i supposed to play all of these we already don't have enough time to play what's out there and that's that's actually an interesting aspect about this is the more and more that comes out like the more selective we have to be yeah so it kind of puts pressure on the games to be better because if your game it's like what greg miller and kind of funny always says about i don't have time for sevens like yeah,
1: exactly. If
0: your game's not a ten, and there's twenty five of them to choose from, yeah, what are the chances that your game's going to be chosen? So it's almost like diluting the <laughs> the pool a little bit.
2: Well, and also what people will like too, you know, people have different different things that they're into, or different types of games that they're into, so they're all not going to be on the same aspect or the same level as each other.
0: Yeah. You know? Good point. And one of them's probably like NCAA football, right? Cause we talked about that. That's technically new. Mm-hmm. Or is that new? Would that be recycled?
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, and also they're talking about, uh, new ish. I well no, And these are first party too. That's the thing. I was going to oh, say yeah. indie games maybe that are coming out like, or they were in they said they're going to start increasing their mobile offerings. Mm-hmm. But they again said specifically the PlayStation 5. So I don't know, man. I, I, I'm I stoked to see it. But also, we know most of their studios and can assume what they're probably working on. For instance, like, uh, freaking Sucker Punch is probably working on Ghost of Tsushima 2 or whatever. I hope so. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? So, like, Insomniac is probably working on Spider Man 2. Uh, you know, so we know what they're working on. A lot of these studios, so I, I can't even begin to speculate. I guess.
0: Yeah, and also th- they'll be spread out, right? I mean.
1: Yeah, exactly. It
0: takes how long? Five years to make a good ge- or like a big game. So, who knows? There'll be maybe only five of them will come out every year or something. So. Exactly. So that's that story. Ye- uh Speaking of games being developed. This one's coming in from Brendan Sinclair, or at least where I'm taking the information from, over at gameindustry.biz. Ubisoft stressing it is not reducing AAA efforts. Uh, They had an earnings call, and some comments were, um, I guess, misconstrued. They said that they were increasing investing in free-to-play, and I guess people took that to mean that they were investing less in AAA. (laughs) Uh, But they just wanted to clarify... They're not reducing AAA, they're just increasing free-to-play. What free-to-play games do they have currently? Because um, like, when
1: I think of a <laughs> Ubisoft free-to-play game, I would think like... Uh, not. Um, I keep wanting to say Divided in Destiny, and it's neither of those two things, but it Division? starts with a D. Yes, and that wasn't free-to-play, but... Division Two got pretty close. I think it was like three dollars on PSN at one point, point. and uh, like I picked it up then. So I wonder if that's what they're gonna do. Or like Hyperscape. Maybe... Oh, is experience. the
0: is one of theirs? Um, Gruchi and I played a little bit of that. It's like a battle royale. Yeah. Other so than that, is Rainbow Six Siege free now? Uh-uh. I don't think so.
2: Maybe it's depending on what platform.
0: PC, yeah. Oh, is it free on PC? I don't know. That's what this is saying. At least the Ubisoft store.
2: Valhalla is on here as well. But I think that might be Game Pass.
0: Oh, they have that subscription. I wonder if that's...
2: Uh Ah. But that's not free then. Oh, I guess technically. I mean, I guess they could call it. So they have free games with gold, but you pay for gold. Okay,
0: you can play Might and Magic Chess Royale for free. Sweet ass, sweet, uh-huh. and you're just telling
1: me this news today.
0: <laughs> uh, um, you can play rabbits coding. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like you can learn to code. Maybe I like it. So I was gonna poo-poo it, but it actually
1: sounds kind of cool.
2: Don't don't do that.
1: No, it sounds cool. <laughs> what kind of coding are we
0: talking about here? Python three or what are we doing here? Um, Did you? Are you ignoring up, my down, picture? left, right, L one, R one, A B R. That code <two>. oh. <laughs> got
1: Game Shark codes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Andy's the coder. I know. Tell me, tell me. No, you tell yeah. us. We're the ignorant ones.
2: <laughs> now I want to play this. I'm gonna C plus plus C sharp. Open up
1: my Ubisoft thing and see what this rabbit's coding is all about. I don't know. I
2: I'm assuming I'm assuming it has to if it's I mean there's Python and JavaScript that's pretty basic, but C plus plus or C sharp is what most games use. Oh
0: really? I didn't to, know that.
2: Yeah. C code.
0: sharp, I've never heard of that one. I know I'm learning terminology. I like this. Now I'm yeah. gonna say that if I ever guess somewhere and people will be like, This guy knows what he's talking about. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I think they use C sharp for that one. There you go.
1: See that's all you need, <laughs> yeah. Though. That and then say the textures look weird.
0: Yeah, and, and ray tracing. Yep. Uh-huh. golden. So, that brings us to our third story. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I did want to talk,
1: talk about, about real quick, though. In this one, it does say they are planning the company was no longer aiming to release three or four AAA games a year. Which, I mean, I think I would be okay with that. You know, like, if we had a Far Cry every other year and a Assassin's Creed every other year, and then like a free, like couple of random free to play games. I don't know. I like Ubisoft games; they're usually really fun. So, I don't know. What would you guys think? Would you like to see go free to play? I'm, I'm trying to envision like a Assassin's Creed game that's free to play, but then monetizes the um stuff like they do now, like the uh, what do I want to say, like outfits and stuff.
0: Yeah, and they already do that, so.
1: Yeah, I guess they would, that's probably not way. what they're gonna do. But I don't know. They have Ray, don't they? Do Rayman too? I guess they could do like a Rayman
0: free to play game. And
2: oh, I like Rayman.
0: Well, this game coming up, Roller Champions, I'm soaked about. It's like Rocket League slash football slash rugby on rollerblades. Is that one free to play? <laughs> yeah. So that's gonna oh. be, and I think it's crossplay on everything. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, have you guys seen this game? It's like. I think so you're going around a ring like a almost like a roller derby you know oh yeah. and then uh you have a ball that you can pass to your teammates and then you like i think you score in like a basketball hoop that's like vertical so, interesting. yeah so you can like do like i'm pretty sure there's gonna be like slam dunks and alley-oops and like deep throw shots and like sweet <laughs> moves like to, and like i'm guessing there's gonna be like plays you know a lot like rocket league you know, like pass it off the back wall.
2: Exactly like Rocket League, you're just mashing sports together.
0: <laughs> it's so many <laughs> sports. It's like five sports all mashed together.
2: That's a lot. But it
0: looks so That's fun, and I'm I've been excited about it since I saw it. Oh, I mean, may be Game Awards or something is when it. Yeah, first came
1: out. I kind of remember what you're talking about, but when you said that, I was thinking that Ninja Theory game that came out, and they're already shutting servers down for, which is not what you're talking about
0: oh yeah it's but not... i can't
1: remember what that game's called either and then
0: there's another game uh i wonder if i can find the name of it um i'm pretty sure it's ubisoft it's like a Ubisoft. brain fart. Uh, it's like a downhill dirt bike slash um it's like steep but you add dirt trials bikes. no um
2: that's what i was gonna guess
0: it's like 50 people at once, all racing down a mountain on dirt bikes and other vehicles. Ubisoft downhill racing game. That's what I'm going to (laughs) Google. Riders Republic. Yeah. So this is going to come out. This is a free-to-play game, too. So I guess maybe these are what they're talking about. Right on. Google Riders Republic, because that game looks sick, too. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so yeah, I guess I'm super excited about both of those, so go Ubisoft with your free-to-play stuff. Yeah, more power to them. That brings us to our next story, which is a green Xbox story, so hopefully Angie... um, Actually, Angie, this might benefit you. Um, It doesn't. It doesn't? (laughs) Are you not an Xbox insider? All right, well, let's get to the story first. This is by Marcus Stewart at GameInformer.com. Um, Xbox insider members can sign up for a chance to reserve and purchase an Xbox series X slash S. So, uh, John, I know you always get, you know, all, all frothy at the mouth when we talk about, you know, scalp scalpers buying up all the consoles. Yeah. This might be a way to kind of combat that, um, by getting members to like sign up for a chance to buy them sort of. Yeah, that's
1: a good idea, man. I guess, um, I just don't really want an Xbox, so I don't really care. So, uh, but it's cool for people who want them. It's, it's like, yeah, it's a good way to, like, subjugate that problem, for sure, because they got to figure something out. But I also don't like it when they're like, you can register for it. Like, it's to such a narrow, like, group of people.
0: I was going to ask, why Angie, why does this not benefit you? What's a What's an Xbox Insider?
2: Okay, so back up. I thought you were talking about something else, for one. Two, I don't think I'm part of this program. But three, it sucks. Kind of. Because, yeah, it's only if if you're inside, if you're in this program, which I don't know how lucrative it is or whatever. It says
0: it's a free program, so maybe you just go sign up somehow?
2: Probably. But then like, why, why do we have to is this specifically to negate scalpers?
0: Yes, and probably also get people to sign up for this Xbox Insider thing.
2: Mm. I, just I would imagine. just make, make more. I just want to buy one.
0: <laughs> well, for those of you who want to try some sneaky things, uh, looks like you can go to at Xbox Insider on Twitter and they have a tweet about some kind of pilot program that you can sign up for. Where... Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, you can have a chance to buy one of the new consoles. So I'll beat try it shortage. just to
2: see what happens and watch. Nothing will happen. No, it'd be really awesome if all of a sudden, like yeah, and then I'll send get an Xbox Series X. I'd be pretty happy about that. I'd be dope. I'm not gonna lie.
0: I don't want an For Xbox real. really either.
2: You make me sad. Yeah,
1: you don't really need one anymore. I know. like not. To, I'm not insulting the product because it's good, but oh, it's. Uh,
2: no, I'm just kidding you know,
0: I do want to play Halo though
1: but you can do that like on your phone or an iPad
0: oh yeah because of the
1: it's... cloud yeah. but X why cloud? would you want to
2: do that like not on a big screen I mean
1: but you can do it on a big screen
0: from.
2: like can you like just transfer it from your phone or something
0: Game Pass so uh, Cause well, it's uh, yes. well they said that Halo is coming out on a Game Pass right I don't think that's yeah. changed
1: no, because it's uh, first party. Isn't yeah, they said all be, the first. According to their rules.
0: Well, hells yeah. I'm still going to play it on my Xbox One so excited. X.
1: Yeah, your Cyberpunk one?
0: <laughs> yeah, <it's> so confusing. <laughs> my it's friends not like confusing at all. My friend's like, do you still play your Cyberpunk Xbox? And I'm like, yeah, the Xbox didn't break or whatever. <laughs> Just the game. right?
1: <laughs> you put the game on it and then all of a sudden it breaks. That'd be awesome. <laughs>
0: It just starts on fire.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, no. This. <laughs> All right. So that brings us to our last story on the news. And everybody, the wait is over. I'm just making a big deal about this because Chris did in our Slack. Everyone, the wait is over. This is written by Ash Parrish over at Kotaku. The most anticipated application for Nintendo Switch is finally been released the calculator app yeah i know i've been waiting for this uh for three years since i've had or i don't know how long i've had my switch four yeah something like that and i can finally now um add up how much money i've spent on games on my switch because nintendo never puts their games on sale yeah, exactly. I think it's funny because it's free on everything and they ta- and uh, Ash Parrish talks about this in her article. <laughs> I think it's funny.
1: You know what? Like this would give me a reason to have my Switch at me at wor- with me at work because I can just tell people I'm like calculating something.
0: He's like, "Why are you using motion <laughs> controls for your calculator?"
1: Don't worry about it. <laughs> calculating this vancomycin drop leave me alone
0: (laughs) well that does it for the news Angie do you have any um, hot takes on the calculator app um why why is it (laughs) why are they charging ten dollars for it is the question oh I missed that part (laughs) I thought it was a free app sorry I should have brought that up ten dollars for Mm -hmm. the calculator app which is free on my cell phone my computer
1: I think you can even go to,
0: like, (laughs) calculator.com.
1: Exactly. Dude, I tell you what, man, if it would let me get away with playing video games at work,
0: I would happily pay $10. Yeah, that'd be worth
1: it.
0: 100%. All right, well, everybody, that brings us to our Mostly Normal question. We do not have a call-in or write-in this week, but if you want to, you can send us emails to the podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Email address... Our most exciting and new way to call, talk to us is to call us and leave a voicemail, and we'll get your voice on the pod. You can call in at 507-291-2991, and we've already had one call in so far. It was my favorite episode to date, so if you want to call in <laughs> and make my day better, uh, call that number. Once again, 507-291-2991. Uh, Angie, do you have a, a mostly normal question for us?
2: I do. We're gonna get a little sentimental, I think.
0: All right, let's do it.
2: What or who got you into video games in the first place?
0: Okay. um uh, well, I guess it depends on how far back you want to go because we had one of those super old school like Mac computers that had like mystery mind maze on it or something like that and some weird like black and white airplane game that like I played with my dad a couple times, but I wouldn't really count those. Cause I was just like, I was too young to even really know what I'm doing. I guess I would say that my half sister, Molly really got me into them because she gave me her, uh, just Nintendo regular, whatever you call it, like Nintendo system, NES Nintendo entertainment system, like the OG one, you know, <laughs> with duck Hunt and everything. So that's really yeah. what I guess like got me, like actually into it because I was like, "This is sweet. We have to go rent Ninja Turtles immediately from Hollywood Video <laughs> or Blockbuster, I guess."
2: <laughs> yes,
0: Hollywood yes. was cooler than Blockbuster, I thought. <laughs> but yeah,
1: you had a preference to video I stores did. even at a young age.
0: Blockbuster was lame. <laughs> Hollywood no, Video was the shit stuff. I don't think th- I think they were like far and few between, but they were like the. Like, better version of Blockbuster. At least by me. It was, like, bigger and had cooler stuff. Anyways.
2: What about you, John?
1: Well, like, the first memories I have of playing Bids was, like, uh, my brothers and sister got me at Mortal Kombat 2, I think, for Super Nintendo way back in the day for my birthday, which was pretty baller of them because i don't think my mom would have approved of this <laughs> but they went for it and uh so that was awesome and then me and my buddy cody used to play uh when we'd stay the night over at each other's house we'd just stay up till like the ass crack of dawn playing like uh star wars super star wars on super nintendo or Itchy and scratchy Mm -hmm. (laughs) on Super Nintendo and all this random shit. So I just have really good memories from that. And playing like my buddy Adam and I played uh, Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation. And that was just like a new that was the first time my mind was like blown away by video games and what they could be. So I don't know. It's kind of I have like a lot of those instances if I look back at my life.
0: Nice. Angie, how about you?
2: I would say my dad and my brothers, because anytime I'd go over to his house, my dad's house, I, we would always, we just play video games, like either on the computer or, um, when the 64 came out, we got the 64 and played that a lot too.
0: Is there a game that like, uh, maybe a computer game that like you remember specifically?
2: <laughs> uh, played a lot of worms.
0: Oh yeah. Eh,
2: and- yeah. That was one of my favorites, because um, the, how they like were dying. They just it was funny. the The way they said the, certain things, it was hilarious. Um, Doom oh, yeah. and uh, Quake was another one. Quake Arena, I think it was.
0: Nice. Quake is one of those games that I never played.
2: Oh, so fun.
0: Yeah. Cool. Somebody call in. Leave us a voicemail
2: because aj really wants you uh, to yeah.
0: i do i want voices <laughs> on our podcast because i like Yeah, it's it. cool
2: besides our own
0: yeah my i'm tired of listening to myself <laughs> that's not true and you know it <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. it's
0: true well everybody that does it for our show today thank you so much for joining the podcast this week john can you let people know where they can find you yeah, man. on those internets i am at
1: johnny Sampson on twitter
0: awesome angie what about you
2: at Stellar Smalls on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch, I guess.
0: Sweet. Well, you can find me at AJ underscore ID. That's E-I-D-E on Twitter. Once again, if you want to contribute to the content, you can send emails to podcast at com. Follow us on Twitter at com is where you can find all of those, what do you call them? Monthly newsletters? Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. Lastly, leave us a five-star review. It makes Chris happy. That does it for our show. Now, everybody go play some games. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.